of the Excuse Me podcast. And the advantage of having my show is because I have some pretty badass empowering women. And I am so excited to have this guest on my show. Everyone, please welcome Miss Jordan Grace. Hey, Jordan. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I am so happy you're on my show. And um, I love your story. And I'm such a fan of yours, not only because of your talent, but your beauty. I mean, I'm curvy and thick, and I just, I love how you have the confidence and the presence in the ring, and it just, it's, it multiplies, I mean, throughout the whole arena, and watching you on videos and your interviews, and I'm so glad that I get to share that presence with me, with you on my show. Thank you. You were actually one of the, the many women that I used to watch, <laughs> Debbie, as a kid, who kind of inspired me because I was never you know like a stick thin girl like any of the other WWE divas or models but you definitely stuck out to me you and Beth Phoenix were like I was just like I could see myself in you guys oh thank you yeah you know that's something that's uh, quite the conversation because when I started it was after Eddie passed and I was I was pretty heavy you know I I went through the passing of Eddie and raising my girls and by the grace of God, by the talent that I had, I had all these beautiful girls in the locker room. I mean, gorgeous, you know, and I had the most TV time with these storylines with Edge and Dolph Ziggler and they cool. And people were like, I can't believe you're, you're this successful. And I'm like, you know, it's not by how you look at that. I've learned that. And I, and I'm still continuing my career that, you know, I just want to, this is a perfect opportunity to tell women that it's not by how you look. It's not by you know, how you're portrayed by others. It's the talent that you have inside and what you believe in yourself. And I see so much of that in you. And I, that's why I'm such a fan of yours. <laughs> you are so beautiful and you are so beautiful. And the Thank fact you. that just, you seem so confident every single time out to the ring. Like <laughs> the other girls, you know, they might've been hot shit or whatever. So were you. So I was like, man, that's oh. so cool. <laughs> Oh, thank you. So let's fill in my listeners of who you are. You are, are you living in Austin, Texas? I'm from Austin, Texas, but I live with my husband in Atlanta right now. Okay. Well, I mean, a girl from Texas, I, I moved back and forth out of Texas and I always come back to Texas because there's nothing like being home for Texas. And I was so excited that you're from Austin. I live in Houston and, um, I, I am just, uh, I just feel like this connection with you. That's so fucking amazing because I'm just like this girl is just like so so into her character is and who she believes in herself and I'm just I'm admired by you and what's what's your advice for women that are watching you right now and watch you on impact wrestling that are struggling with their body issues you know give me some of your insight of how you have that confidence within yourself you know, it took me, it took me a long time to embrace everything I am and um, I guess kind of be confident with who I am because like you, I guess there's, there's still all these beautiful women that um, I feel like I don't fit this, the body standard that, you know, a normal female wrestler should fit. Luckily for me nowadays, you know, there's women wrestlers of all different shapes and sizes, but I think that the advice that I would give to women is I know that it might be difficult, but you just have to embrace everything that you are and everything that you can be. Like if you want to lose weight, that's totally cool. Do it in a healthy way. But if you're fine with how you look right now, just 
be happy. Everyone is beautiful in their own way. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, now let's let's talk about your career a little bit. You were in the indie circuit. You um, now you've been with Impact Wrestling, and between 2018 and 2020, uh, 2020, have you officially signed with Impact? Because, girl, you are kicking ass on this show. I mean, every time I turn it on, you're doing some kind of storyline. You just teamed up with with Jazz. I mean, life has to be pretty amazing for you right now. I mean, yeah, I'm getting interviewed by you. I'm taxing with Jazz. <laughs> like, what even is life, really? <laughs> but yeah, I contract with Impact since 2018, and uh, hopefully, I'll be here for a while. So the pandemic was good to you because that's when you were you were getting really busy uh, last year during the pandemic, correct? During the pandemic, actually, I was I wasn't busy at all. But um, luckily enough, you know, Impact was still they were still able to pay us, which God bless them because you know myself and many other Impact wrestlers would have been you know completely screwed if they hadn't been. But during the pandemic, like I really had no work at all, so I would just sit at home and be depressed like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you guys, y'all were still taping, correct? Because I, I was watching y'all on online and and. Y'all were still going in for, for tapings. Is, am I correct? Or was that yeah. just later on in the year? When the pandemic first hit, they, I think they took a couple months off and they came back. I didn't go to that first set of tapings when they came back. Cause I was, you know, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And afterwards I was like, you know, calm down a little bit more. And I was like, okay, well, I think I should just go. So I felt confident and we started taping, you know, with no crowd in the empty arena, like just the most awkward thing imaginable. It is. I mean, what's your opinion? I mean, because for me, when I was at WWE, you know, we had stadiums that were like 18, 20,000 people and you feed off of that adrenaline. And then when I went to AEW and there was no one in the crowd except for the staff that was watching, it was just like, this is so uncomfortable because I had to put all my energy into that lens camera to relate to the TV audience. Um, and especially with you guys, like you can hear like the ring bumps and you know, y'all, you know, your promo sounding great because there's no one there to, to drown y'all out. I mean, what was, how did you adjust to that yourself? You know, because it took me a little bit to get used to having an empty crowd. Oh, funnily enough, like when I was a, a teenager, I wrestled for this company called beyond wrestling. And they did studio tapings in a warehouse that they would release on YouTube and they didn't have a crowd there. So I'm, I was actually just a little bit familiar with it beforehand. Um, obviously I hadn't done it in a long time. And so when we came back and we did it in front of nobody and I was like, so like nervous about being on TV and, you know, them like, you know, hearing if we said anything in the ring or anything like that. <laughs> And it's like drown it out. But honestly, like everything just hurts so much more without fans. I don't know what it is. Adrenaline is there anymore. So every every bump is like 10 bumps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So something that impresses me about your story was that there was a, um, you were in Ring of Honor and you were the only female in a 19 person battle royale with men. And you eliminated Brian Cage. Now, if I can remind everyone, I work with Brian Cage, and he's huge. I mean, he's like a wall when I when I walk past him. Uh, this is a great compliment to you 
for you to be able to be first, you know, with a woman in a ring full of men. And I'm sure they didn't have very much grace on you and they want to kind of strut their stuff with you, you know, as far as their strength and, and how they were going to hurt you. And then for you to eliminate Brian Cage, that's a pinnacle in your career in itself. It, that was honestly my breakout moment. That was when everything I felt truly started for me and that got the ball rolling. So, you know, God, God bless Brian Cage for that. He gave me that. And actually, uh, Bubba Ray was the one who, who came up with that. He was like, well, you need to do something big in this match. And he suggested that. And I was like, that's really big. Like, <laughs> that's bigger than I thought it was going to give me, but <laughs> I'm not going to complain about it. But yeah, I'm just, I was so flattered and shocked that they like had that much confidence in me in the first place. But I mean, I'm just, I'm so happy it happened at all. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Now you're on March 13th. Impact is streaming on their Impact Plus uh, streaming channel, Sacrifice. And uh, you are going to be teaming up with Phenom Jazz, and you're facing Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles for the Tag Team Champions. Uh, how is that? What? What's your thoughts? How are you, how are you and Jazz strategizing? How are y'all preparing? Because I'm watching this. This is going to be amazing. Yeah. You know, it's so funny because obviously I never thought that I would be like in the same locker room as someone like Jazz. And now that I'm with her, it's just so bizarre. Honestly, like I can't believe my life like 90% of the time. Just like, how is this? How is this even happening? But I mean, <laughs> Jazz, Jazz seems to, to know everything. She just kind of takes in stride and, you know, she's she's, she kind of pats me off, pats me on the back and she's like, you know what to do. Like, I really don't, but I feel like you're so confident that. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. That is amazing. Um, I mean, there's, there's nothing really more I can say about her. She's just a pioneer and I'm so lucky to be able to, to be with her. Have you, have you just, when I watch you and jazz in the ring together, the, the physical and you know, they say a picture's worth a thousand words. You you both are badasses. And I've had Jazz on my show, and she's so humble. I mean, she's so sweet and polite, but I don't want to cross her. Like, I want her on my side. But y'all's, y'all's picture of strength and the empowerment of women, are. do you realize what y'all are symbolizing in that ring when y'all stand there together? I mean, because I'm pretty impressed of how y'all both look together as a tag team. I mean, every time I see a, a picture of us together, I'm like, dang, we look, we look strong, <laughs> badass. Like, so I hope that you know, there's like little girls walking up. And I know, I think it's a, it says a lot that um, she's a strong black woman and yeah. obviously I'm white. So I feel like two different demographics can look up to that and feel like they have strong women to look up to. And I feel like that's extremely important too. Yeah, I mean, the diversity, you know, I work with Nyla Rose. And we have two very different stories and lifestyles and we believe in each other so much that, that that's relatable in the ring because, you know, we're on one page when we go out there and, and for you and jazz, when y'all go onto that stage and they're, they're introducing you, um, I, I just, you know, you get goosebumps because these are my fellow colleagues that are representing the women's division and y'all are part of this evolution. They're building this brand and impact has done such a great job with how they have, 
accepted all the diversity, you know, of all these women that are just great talents. Um, and I, I, I love Kara and I love Tasha and I've had them on my show, but I'm going to say a prayer for them because this has to be one monstrous match on March 13th. Oh, you know how much they love to talk. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure you had to say excuse me many times during that interview. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. But I mean, um, so what's going to happen from here if you guys get the title? And I know you got your Impact title. You won that from Taya Valkyrie. And so that was a big pinnacle with Impact. And so what's, what's your story if you get these titles? How are you going to represent them differently than what uh, Kira and Tasha are doing right now? No, they, they obviously, we just got the Impact Knockout Tag titles back, obviously. And it was, it's awesome that they won the tournament and they got them. And I'm super, super happy for them. But I feel like they do a lot of talking. And yeah. I, as are more, you know, the strong, silent types. So... <laughs> I think that's how it is in the tag titles. We're going to be a lot different than, than Tasha and Kiera in that way. And, you know, that's fascinating to me because I watch the both tag teams and how you are preparing for March 13th. And Tasha and Kiera are very vocal and flamboyant, you know, and how they portray their videos. And you and Jazz are just kind of sit back and observe. And it's the quiet ones that you have to watch after. And I'm just like, I am so interested to see how uh, y'all two are going to work together in the ring and it's just this is pretty cool um, how they're built y'all up what what are the um, what's next for jazz and 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 Jordan grace you know after you uh, you know get the titles or if you don't what what just what y'all's plans you know whether you win them or not what what do y'all have on the table well we actually just got a, a Titan Tron made up of our names together recently our last our last match that we had it and so I think we're going to be sticking together for a long time. <laughs> That's <laughs> amazing. I have a lot from her, so hopefully we'll be together for a while. Has she given you some advice that's just really, I mean, she's a legend and she's incredible, but not too many people get to work with legends. And so is there any kind of advice or something that she's told you that like, you're like, huh, that's pretty interesting or yeah, I can use this piece of advice or what is it that you're thinking of or how, you know, how you take it? She has, she's given me um, some advice that I think is kind of funny and it definitely like applies to her and how she works. She always says work smarter, not harder, which in my mind basically means like just beat their ass. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how I interpret it when she says it to me because <laughs> I'm, I'm from, you know, this new generation and we like to do, we like to dive out of the ring and do crazy stuff. And uh, jazz isn't really about that. <laughs> yeah. She does like to work smarter, though. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, it, I you. And, and, yeah, and just the age difference. You know, jazz was talking about going into retirement. So are you, are you taking more of the physicality and jazz is more like the manipulator emotionally? Or how are y'all using your strengths to work together? I feel like jazz is, uh, she's the intimidator. Like, I, I feel like I do a lot of the, the grunt work, I guess, but as comes in when she really needs to, and I'm like, just dying. <laughs> 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 <Lizes> on it. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is amazing. So Jordan, tell me, 
if there's a little girl watching this, because I'll have this on video on YouTube and, of course, on the podcast platforms. Um, if there's a little girl watching you, what would be the advice to her if she sees your interview and she sees, you know, your fame in the wrestling industry? What advice would you give her of how to go about being a wrestler? I would just want her to know that dreams definitely can and will come true. You work hard enough and long enough, you'll eventually get there. So I got to say, just take advice from everyone you can. Um, be nice to everyone. That's one of the most important things, especially in wrestling. Like there's too many, too many not so nice people in wrestling. But if you're nice to everyone, everyone will remember you because that stands out in the wrestling business. That's, that's very good advice. And I, I commend you on that because, you know, when you're mean to someone, you know, the, the ladder goes up and down the wrestling industry where, you know, you might get, you know, some fame and then that person you don't like is down here. Well, eventually you're going to face each other in the ring and then all that shit is going to come out again. You're probably like, man, that wasn't a good idea to you know, treat her bad or whatever, because it comes around whether you want it or not. And so that's really good advice that, you know, you never know who you're going to be or who you're going to need, you know, to have that championship match or, you know, that, that camaraderie, you know, to help the women's division. So that is something that I am going to take for myself as well. That's really good advice. <laughs> uh, the ego of people really comes out, especially when they get signed to a company. Um, I've known many people that, you know, they were cool with me. And we would follow each other on social media and all this stuff. And then for some reason, as soon as they got signed, like a, like a light switch, it was like night and day. They just, they unfollowed you, everybody on social media that they ever came up with. And it was like, you know, they're better than everyone else. But what's funny is I've seen those exact people now because they, you know, WWE did a, a big release, seen those exact people now on the same indie shows that I'm doing. So it's just funny how life works. Yeah, very true. Let's take a small break and hear from our sponsors. Gentlemen, what are your thoughts when it's time to perform? Is it exciting? Or do you walk away feeling frustrated and disappointed in yourself? If it's not a good experience, I recommend Blue Chew, which is a unique online service that delivers the same ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form. Blue Chew's tablets combat erectile dysfunction and help men gain confidence when it's time to go. No doctor visits, it's an online prescription service, and Blue Chew provides a consult with one of their many licensed medical providers. It's made in the USA, prepared and shipped direct. Are you interested? Use promo code excuse me and receive free shipping on your first order. Enjoy. Okay, so Jordan, I have some fan questions for you. And uh, you're loved by a lot of people. I just want to say that right now. And I, I love you too because you're just such an incredible um, man, inspiration, female athlete what you stand for is so freaking real. And I just, those, you're the kind of people I love on my show and to highlight. And that's just something that's really special to me. And I was excited that this was going to happen today to have this interview with you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. So this is from Bryce Taylor and he says, 
Um, I recently subscribed to the Pro Wrestling Eve on Demand service and have been discovering some of your earlier work there. You had some great matches in that span. I especially love your match with Tony Storm. What was your travel schedule like during that time? And were you going back and forth or staying overseas for extended periods? Love you so much, Bryce. My um, schedule during that time. So I hate flying. First of all, I'm terrified of flying. Like I picked the <laughs> Like, you I'm, picked the worst career to be in. <laughs> and uh, luckily, this pandemic has really helped me out because I've been driving a lot of places, actually. <laughs> but back, back then, when I was flying to the UK, I would go over for just the weekend. And I wouldn't come over for a lot, like many, many months, because uh, I just had to build up the courage to get back on the plane and take a six-hour flight. <laughs> so luckily wasn't or not so luckily because I know a lot of people who have stayed in the UK for like you know months at a time and that would have been a really cool experience but I at the, at the time I had a regular job so I literally just would fly to the UK and then I'd, I have to be at, back at work on Monday morning wow so, that's jet lag yeah I was I was dead most of the time <laughs> that's crazy I mean I fly from Florida to Houston like I flew in this morning I'm tired like I just can't get that I mean I can't get that sleep or that you know to get that energy I have to take a nap when I get home and kind of function like what'd you do a lot of energy drinks or uppers downers what how what did it take for you to, to function <laughs> I mean I did drink a lot of energy drinks to be honest like my favorite drink used to be uh monster energy drinks like the yes. carb ones and I would just down those nonstop. I don't I don't know what was wrong with me <laughs> You know what's scary? Yeah, go ahead. But at night, just like a handful of melatonin and then just do it all again in the morning. <laughs> oh, okay. So Judd Strauss asked, what was it like being the first ever all-in battle royale uh, power squatting Brian Cage into a powerbomb, which you talked about a little bit? And what was, it, what was it like as a female to eliminate him? And also, when can we see you challenge anyone, male or female, in AEW? Okay, so I answer the first question first. It was incredible. Like that's really the only word I can use to describe how it was to be in that battle royal. I don't even honestly know how I got to be so lucky to be the only girl in there. Like I don't know whose decision it was, but I just feel super blessed that that even happened. Um, and like I said, that was my that was my big breakout moment. I got offered the contract with Impact pretty much immediately after that. Um, and Brian Cage and, you know, everybody else, everybody in the ring was awesome. That was the first time I met Tommy Dreamer, too, who I work with now. Oh, love him. He's the best. I got him Oreos last taping for his birthday. It's 50. <laughs> um, what was the other question? What did he ask? Oh, well, first, let me ask you something, Jordan. Did you feel like, um, what, what's the word I'm asking? Did you feel like there was a stress or maybe not being accepted? Or were you worried about the background chatter? of having all these guys in their moment of being in a battle royale. And then there's Jordan Grace. It's going to be part of their spotlight. Was there like some, there had to have been like some little uh, self-confidence that, you know, that negative voice that kind of goes, you know, in your mind, just like when I worked with guys, you know, you think, Oh my God, did they like me? Did I do good tonight? What, you know, was it good enough? And did you find yourself second guessing yourself, you know, before and then after? Cause that's fascinating to me because you and I think Beth Phoenix, Phoenix are the only ones that, you know, were really had the spotlight of being in, you know, 
a ring full of men, you know? So, I mean, just personally touch on that because I think as a woman in a man's world, it's pretty incredibly frightening at times. So truthfully in the moment, I really tried not to think about it because that was the only way that I felt like I could handle it. Looking back on it, like, you know, after everything happened, I was just like, you know, I went to my hotel room and I just broke down crying because I was just like, I, that, that pressure finally, like, I let myself, <laughs> and I was like, thank God I didn't like botch something or, you know, mess something up. Like, oh, I was just, I was so happy with, with everything, with how it turned out. And so, so happy I didn't like just mess something up. <laughs> Relieved is the right word, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I did feel self-conscious. Um, like, you know, there was, there was a few tense moments whenever the battle royal was being called, um, just because, you know, a guy didn't want to look weak against a woman or something like that. And so, you know, things had to be changed. And also I was in there with legends. I was in there with Tommy Dreamer. I was in there with Bubba Ray. And just like I said, I, I just tried to think about it. I was like, just don't, don't focus on it because you'll just totally get out of the moment and you have to go out there and kill it. Like they're giving the opportunity and you have to take it and run with it. Very good. All right. The second question that uh, Judd Strassman asked you was, when can we see you challenge um, anyone, male or female, in AEW? Do you have your eyes set on AEW at all? Or I know Impact is great and they treat you so well. But who, who would you choose as a female to face in AEW? So I don't know if you know this or not, but me and Nyla have actually wrestled a few times before. And we also tagged together before in Japan. So I would absolutely love to just, like, have a hoss fight with her. Like, I'm so, I'm so into those kind of matches. And I would love to just go at it in the ring with her one more time. <laughs> you know what's incredibly interesting about your comment is that, you know, how we have Kenny Omega you know, cross-promoting, you know, with uh, Impact. And, of course, we have the Good Brothers with us. I think, uh, you know, I'm going to mention this to Tony Conley. Why can't the women do some fun stuff with Impact? Because I think that would be great. And, girl, if you want to go against my client, Nyla Rose, I will set that bitch up, and we will have that match really soon. <laughs> Put in a good word for to, to, con to Tony for me. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Okay, so let me let our fans know that um, you're married to Jonathan Grisham, and you married in 2020. Uh, how has the married life been when, you know, being in a professional, you know, wrestling industry, and, you know, both of y'all are in the same industry. What is it that y'all do to kind of turn off y'all's world and enjoy just Jordan, you know, and Jonathan as human beings, like in the personal side of y'all's marriage? Because... That's, you know, that that's an incredible recipe that so many wrestlers that are married to other wrestlers can follow. And it seems like y'all are so happy. And, you know, you always have a smile on your face. I know that it's when we get on camera, you know, we're all, you know, we're all great and stuff. But what is it that you and, and Jonathan do that is a secret to keeping it, you know, just real for you guys? Because I know when y'all go in the world, it's like y'all are on, you know, everyone's just watching. What, what is it that you and Jonathan do? So we have had animals for as long as, as long as we've been together. And uh, we have two cats and just recently we got two puppies and they have changed our lives completely. Like, I don't know, it's to be honest, 
I don't know how you'll have kids when these dogs are just more than enough. It's like there are actual babies, like we're with them 24 seven. Um, so really we, we like to hang out together and, you know, watch, watch Netflix and um, hang out with the dogs and just love on them. And we're like a big huddle pile on the couch most of the time. And I mean, we're just, we're, we're so happy. I don't, I don't know if there is a secret. I just think you have to find that right person that you just click with. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and for y'all to understand y'all's career, because, you know, I, I remarried and th- my husband is not a wrestler. He's not into the wrestling world. He's in the corporate world. And it took a, quite a long time to kind of get him molded to how my, my business is and he's very good but you know you have to have patience you know either way to have someone come into your world and adapt them to how we are in the ring and out of the ring if i know anybody that has like a a husband who's not in the wrestling business or like doing some kind of entertainment thing so i think you're the first one i've talked i've talked to in a long time who's like in the wrestling business and has married someone outside of the wrestling business, which is funny. Cause you know, a lot of men, a lot of male wrestlers, they find, they find women outside the wrestling business, but I think it's cause there's just like a, a shortage of women wrestlers. That's <laughs> the reason. <laughs> I think we're bound to end up together. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really funny when my husband, you know, if he's watching me and I come out on AEW on Wednesdays and he's like, well, so-and-so was not in a very good mood on the show. And I'm like, Oh, honey, I love you. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> just like, just trying to like, you know, show him how the psychology is, but you, know, you can't give away all your secrets, you know, but he's just so, he's just trying, he's a fan now, but you know, to try and, you know, mold them to like, yeah, well, he's a bad guy and this is a good guy, you know, and he's gotten really, he's gotten a lot better, which I don't get pissed off that, that much anymore, but it's really just funny how someone from the outside world tries to, um, embrace our world and it's it's pretty interesting <laughs> My, when our parents ask about wrestling and you just like you kind of get frustrated because you're like just I don't even want to talk about it with you really because you don't know what's going on <laughs> <laughs> now let me ask you something are you an affiliate of Adam and Eve the adult company yes I model their lingerie and let me say girl you look <laughs> fucking hot in those pictures and I wasn't sure if it was active or if you were doing this anymore. Um, man, that is just, that's incredible. And for you to, you know, your, your body type and to be in this adult company, you know, rocking their lingerie. I, I, once again, I saw you and I'm like, damn, man, there she is again, like representing. And I just thought, how, how has that been? Are you getting a lot of creeps? Are you getting... Is it building your fame? Has it helped, you know, with your, um, you know, you trying to expand your brand? How's that company working out for you? So truthfully, I was, I was very nervous to accept it at first. Um, but they reached out to me when they were doing their, their body positivity campaign, because, you know, I post a lot of body positivity stuff and, you know, they had offered me this, this contract to model their lingerie. And I was like, man, this is not going to, I don't know how this is going to look like as a professional athlete but then at the end of the day I was like well it's not like I'm you know doing porn or anything like that I'm just 
showing body confidence and letting other women know like you can be sexy no matter what size so I felt like that was a good thing to project and also you know I'm getting paid for it so I feel like that's kind of like a dream for me <laughs> every <promote>. lingerie <laughs> exactly <laughs> but to promote body confidence and to make other women feel empowered I've also gotten like so many messages from women saying like I, I have like a similar body type to you and I never felt like good about posting anything like like sexy like I just didn't feel like it but now seeing you I feel like I can so that just makes me it puts a smile on my face and it makes me really happy to make people feel that kind of confidence that's amazing now um do you have any other affiliates that you're working with or any future uh projects that you can talk about to promote yourself hmm, I'm trying to think um i actually let me put some light in here real quick because it's getting dark i started uh partnering with this company i haven't posted about it yet so this is like an exclusive but it's it's a company called made for and basically they send you a box every month and it's to try to instill a good habit in you so it's something that's like really easy and really simple um their main focus is to not have anything be digital so they don't want you getting on your phone or anything like that. Um, this month is my first month, actually. It's uh, it's the hydration month. So they sent me like a water bottle and the water bottle, I've never seen anything like it, it has beads on it. And so every time you drink a bottle, you put up a bead and you're supposed to try to make it to all six beads by the end of the day. So- Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's just something, It's it's just a good habit that they try to instill in you every month and it gets harder as it goes along but i'm doing this hydration challenge for 21 days and hopefully i won't be dehydrated by the end of it I, I, water. and how can the fans uh uh log on to support you with adam and eve and with made for how can they how can they get on there and you know uh help you be an affiliate and get more successful on both the made for website and on adamandeve.com you can use the code jordan and you get a percentage off of made for i forget what it is <laughs> i think it's <laughs> and then on adam and eve you get 50 percent off which is a huge discount wow that is a good discount okay all right um i have some rapid fire questions for you jordan which i thought would be pretty cool to uh ask you um are you ready yes i think so all right what is your favorite ice cream flavor mint chocolate chip and it does not so, oh <laughs> mine too i love it okay what does a person need to be happy oh my gosh a pet a puppy <laughs> who has it easier men or women men amen sister <laughs> what superpower would you like to have invisibility Oh yeah. See, I like you. Like I we're connecting here. <laughs> okay, your favorite vacation spot. Austin. What is the strangest thing you have seen in someone else's house? Oh my gosh. Say this, but one time I was in someone's someone saw a statue of I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not not appropriate, but two like sculptures of a and they were touching each other. Look, that was, I think about it a lot. And I, I didn't ask questions at the time, but I wish I would have. 
were, were they floating penises or were they like like connected to a body or how was that on a pedestal and they were just like two like <laughs> you have the strangest answer so far <laughs> okay uh toilet paper over or under in your house over and what's your favorite hobby that fans don't know about oh man they probably already know but i just love eating god see i like i love you even more i feel like that's a that's that's a hobby for sure <laughs> yeah I, amen okay so let's uh let all the where can the fans find you on your social media and you also have a jordangracewrestler.com website which has your merch on it um so this is your time to promote yourself where can they find you and do you have any upcoming appearances coming up that the fans can try and find you and support you Okay, so all my social media are at Jordan Grace. Um, it's spelled J-O-R-D-Y-N-N-E. Grace is spelled regularly. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, I'm on those all the time. And then my website where you can get merch at is jordangracewrestler.com. And like you said before, Sacrifice will be airing, I believe, March 13th. So yes. find yeah, and of, and of course, we can find you every Wednesday on Access TV for the Impact Wrestling, which is at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And um, gosh, Jordan, I am just inspired by you. And I am tickled to death that I finally got your ass on my show because I've been trying so hard to like get a hold of you. And I'm glad you answered your message on Instagram because I was like, she don't like me, but I do. I don't even know her. <laughs> It, like I said, I went into a weird filtered message. It's okay. I am so, I'm so honored to call you my friend and I'm going to watch you March 13th. This is going to be a fascinating match with you and Jazz versus Tasha Steeles and Kira Hogan for the Knockout Tag Team champ, Championship. And um, thank you so much. And I wish you and Jonathan a lot of love and success and your puppies and your big family. Just enjoy it. And I love your inspiration to women. And um, I, w I cannot wait to meet you one day, person to person. Yes, ma'am. And hopefully that'll be very soon. When you said. Uh, yeah, I, I have some I have some business needs to take care of with Tony Khan. And your, your ass is mine, girl. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Jordan, so much. Have a wonderful evening. And we will see each other soon. Thank you, Vicky. All right. Bye, sweetheart. All right, guys, there you have it. That's the beautiful Jordan Grace. Thank you so much, Jordan, for taking some time out to be on my show. Everyone, please check out on March 13th, it's going to be Sacrifice that will be streaming on Impact Plus, as well as you can find Jordan Grace and the other Impact Wrestling superstars every Tuesday at 8 p.m. on Access TV. And guys, if you have any comments, feedback, guest ideas, please email me at excusemevicky at outlook.com. I read all the emails. I love when you guys submit your questions for the guests. Your support is so appreciated. And my show is getting bigger and bigger each week. And it's by the fans that I am so grateful for. So thank you for tuning in week after week and supporting my show. And next week, guys, we'll have another guest. Take care. Be good to each other. Love one another. Adios. Hey, hey.